What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. The biggest piece of bullshit that we are fed on a consistent basis is that we will be fully healed. And honest to God, we hear it constantly. We hear it everywhere. We hear it, you know, in the media. We hear it in the books we read. We hear it on social media. We hear it from our friends and our families. There is this myth, this overarching phenomenon, this feeling that if we do enough stuff, we'll be fully healed one day. If we say the right things, do the right things, follow the right people, do the right classes, buy the workbooks, listen to whoever that eventually will become these godlike versions of ourselves. Honestly, if you think about it just like a regular business model, it makes sense. You have to lead people to believe that whatever product you're selling them is going to work, even if it's not a monetary sale, even if it is just an idea. People want hope. People want something to believe in. Look at fucking church that's been around since the goddamn beginning of time. People rely on having something to have faith in. We want answers. We want to feel like one day we will make it and we'll be okay and that the hurt and emotions that we feel today won't be like this, that we won't feel like this forever. And so people, I I hate to say it this way, but it's like people pray on those emotions. They make us feel like if we do the right things that we won't feel that way anymore. And truthfully, a lot of people do make money off of that or honestly just gaining traction to themselves and their ideas to then probably eventually again make money off of it. It's just it's the way that the world works. I mean, wake up. Wellness and becoming these better versions of ourselves is one of the most looked up things on the internet. It is something that people, no matter who you are, in what realm of your life, are always trying to attain. And so we believe that if we haven't made it there yet, if we haven't gotten the result that we think that we should be attaining in our head because we've created this picture in our head of what it will look like, when we don't make it to that point, we think we have to do more, work harder. It is the basic fundamentals of just like capitalism in America. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you are never going to be 100% healed. You could listen to every single one of my episodes and you could listen to every other episode on wellness out there and you could read every single self-help book ever imagined written on this planet. You will never be 100% healed. We've heard it from experts that we've had on this show earlier in the month. It's just the society we live in and it's not abnormal that we listen to society before we are able to really break it down and figure out for ourselves what we really want and what makes us feel better. It's just a natural human reaction to follow the masses and listen to what we are hearing on a regular fucking basis from several sources, no matter what that is. And some of the reason is because it's just straight up the way our brain is wired, like the negativity conversations that we've been having lately, that our brain is literally wired to look for the negative and it extracts the positive. It takes it as good. Cool. That was fun. I loved that. I'll take what I can from it so that I can have that feeling more. But it so easily gets tossed to the side. And then we focus again on the negative because that's what will help us survive. Really actually the way our brain is wired. So we're not ever going to 100% rewire it in a different way. But the good news 
is we can rewire it to an extent. We can relearn. We can heal as much as we possibly can. We can get really fucking close to the absolute best version of ourselves. We can love ourselves to our own individual fullest capacity. So what is the truth? What does a healthy mindset actually look like? And I think that's the first thing to look at here is making sure that your mindset is healthy. It's not trying to make it 100% perfect and healed. It's what is going to be healthy. So what does that look like? A healthy mindset really comes down to the factors involved in loving yourself, that you have self-respect, self-worth, confidence, self-trust, and every other detail that we've discussed throughout the series. It takes practice big time. You're not going to be able to exactly emulate what you picture in your head for yourself when you set out to achieve a goal. It may look a little bit different. You may have to work with other people's reactions or different circumstances that are thrown your way. But every time you do it, you get better and better because you're getting closer and closer to a feeling of satisfaction within yourself that you can feel that you are living as closely in alignment with your best self as you can. But practice isn't all it takes. One of the biggest things that comes with having this healthy mindset is your commitment to it. You have to be committed to your own self-love. You have to be willing to put the bullshit aside and put yourself first. If you think about it like in a healthy relationship, it's the two people in the relationship against the issue, not two people against each other. And it's funny because we don't look at it like this way because it makes you sound like a literal fucking crazy person, but it really is you and you, you and your head and your heart, your conscious and your subconscious, your awareness and your not awareness against the issue. It's you, your toxic side and your well side against the issue. Let's say you feel really uncomfortable. Something's happening and it's making you feel like you're not happy. Somebody's talking shit to you. Somebody's saying something that you don't like. So what do you do? Do you just sit there and take it? Or do you decide that you are committed to your own self-love and do something about it, even though it makes you uncomfortable, even though you are terrified of doing something about it, you have to, in some way, shape, or form, take even the smallest step towards having your own back and being committed to healing. And notice I'm not saying you have to say something to them. You don't have to stand up for yourself. You have to do what works for you. So if that looks like walking away from the situation, setting a boundary through action, or if it does look like saying something and speaking up for yourself, because you know that when you go to bed at night, that's what's going to make you feel satisfied. Being in a happy and mostly healed place looks like feeling happy, looks like being at ease and at peace and just doing and living your life in a way that works for you, not anybody else, not the bullshit that's been fed to you, not you sacrificing how you feel for the comfortability of somebody else. What will genuinely authentically make you feel good and like you are living a life that you are proud to live? I think it's so easy to think that we're going to become 100% healed because our society really has it ingrained in our minds. But if you really think about it, there's always going to be room to grow. There's always going to be things to learn because you're always going to be experiencing more life. There's going to be more stuff that comes up and experiences that invoke more thoughts and feelings out of you that you're going to have to learn from. And so it's impossible that you're ever going to be in this godlike place of 
like I'm picturing like a monk just sitting there vibrating. <laughs> like, like you're never going to reach this like perfect state. You're always going to be experiencing life. So new things are going to be taken in and you're going to have to sort through those things as you live. Even if it's not something that you're actually like taking in new stuff, but just thinking longer on the things that have already happened and processing thoughts more or learning more stuff. Like let's say you experience some huge trauma and you are super hurt at the beginning, but like you're learning more about it and you're learning more about yourself and learning about other things. Like once you're processing those thoughts more, processing what happened to you more, you're going to have new things to work through. New things are going to come up and trigger feelings inside of you that you are going to have to work through. And I'm not just saying like negative stuff, like it's not all negative feelings. You're going to have positive experiences that you're going to want to work through as well so that you can produce more of those in your life. So while your feelings and thoughts might always be on this up and down trajectory, the way that you feel about yourself, even if it's in the slightest little bit, can always be on this upward incline. Even if you experience something fucking horrible, it may feel like the way you feel about yourself has just been fucking shot to the goddamn ground. But really, it's your thoughts and your feelings that are fluctuating. It's not actually you as a growing individual. Because truthfully, long term, you having been through this, if you handle it right, will be, and I don't want to say right, but you know what I mean, if you handle it in a way that's going to help you heal and and you know feel better it's going to cause you to be a better person because of it you'll know yourself better you'll know the people in your life better you'll know who's there for you who's not what works for you what doesn't what helps you feel better what doesn't make you feel better you're going to learn more and be a better person because of what you've been through when we really know this, when we really can understand that we are never going to be fully healed, we can begin to let go of the pressure to be perfect or at least let go of the pressure to constantly be like working so hard to become this healed version of ourselves and have to keep doing more in order to be better. We can let it go. We can then step into the best version of ourselves by understanding that we already are, that we already love ourselves at our fullest capacity because right now that is our fullest capacity. Right now, this is the best version of ourselves because we have this understanding and ideal idea and thought process in our brain. And if we continue to learn and grow, that will expand. Our capacity for it will expand and we can grow into that. We know that we don't have to show up as perfect in order to be ourselves. We know that we can ask ourselves how our best version of ourselves behaves and start behaving in alignment with that person. When we're able to take the pressure off of ourselves that there is this perfectly healed version of ourselves that we're supposed to work our asses off to grow into, we begin to just live. And that feels so good. Thank you so much for tuning in to day 24 of the 28 Days of Self-Love. We're almost done with the series, guys. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you can come back tomorrow for day 25, where we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is really fucking fun, self-love languages. You know the love languages in romantic relationships. Well, don't you fucking think that you can apply that to your goddamn self. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about how. Make sure to tune in for that. I will talk to you guys very soon. 
Thank you so much again for being here with me. I appreciate every single one of you. Make sure your day kicks ass. Don't forget you're elite as fuck. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. 